Welcome to the show, all you Wave On fans. If you're new, welcome. Hit subscribe. Tune in a little more often. We're on episode 52. You might have some catching up to do on the old podcast from over a year ago. Uh, but it keeps climbing. It keeps growing. It keeps evolving. And I'm Misty here in Sylvan Lake, Michigan, your host of the Wave On Show. And I want to introduce uh, some events that are coming up. We're right at the end of April. Thank God we're almost close to the beginning of the season. Here May 1st, Sylvan Swap and Sale. So if you're in the area, and if you're not in the area, then I encourage you to go off and do your own event. And it is all based around repurposing, recycling. So what your thing that you might not need anymore may be what someone else needs. And... You just have to be creative with it. Um, we're doing summer themed, so it could be a lot of different items, whether it's boat related, water related, or not. Maybe it is your camping and rec gear that you are willing to start to swap or sell, upgrade. Anyway, um, May 1st, that kicks it off, and it's right here in Sylvan Lake, right on the lake. Beautiful lake. It's a very beautiful lake, actually. And uh, Right now we're doing a little bit of trash pickup cleanup and it's great because the water level is a little low, so easier to grab things. It's actually very clear to see things. And uh, actually I've, I've found some very strange, obscure items. Uh, <laughs> one being a cell phone. If you've watched my Instagram stories, that was a little um, bizarre. <laughs> Another one I got a little scared about. I don't even want to talk about it because I thought it was real. Uh, I'll let your imagination play on that one. But I do plan on actually even doing some uh, late cleanups that are uh, a little more driven and um, group focused for everyone to join in. So those will be coming out. But May 15th, we still have a pool date. One more pool date. Actually, there might, there might be another one in June uh, just because we're in Michigan and the weather doesn't really start to break until about mid-June. So we got a little bit of time, maybe squeeze in one more pool in June. We'll see how that goes. The uh, pool's been great, though. Awesome for people to learn, try, uh, come over some fears, maybe get ready for a summer, something to look forward to in these long winters. Uh, also, I've got uh, two new blog uh, post on Luna Moon SUPYoga.com. Uh, been contributing to the blog a little more uh, with the brand new site. One uh, yoga for sup. So anything that you are working on on your mat and need a little encouragement, maybe some tips, uh, go check out the blog. There's also a video that is linked to the Luna Moon YouTube channel, which is where also the podcast goes. So hit subscribe there. You can watch it. You can listen. Audio, Spotify, Apple. Uh, the latest blog post was also on boards. So if you're very new to boards and the materials and the shapes, I break down a few of them. Uh, mainly even the ones that I use for class. There are inflatables, super stable for yoga and newbies. Uh, it helps build some confidence for the newbies to be able to stand when they have something that is a little bit off of the water and wide and stable enough. So um, some pictures, video for that one as well. So go to lunamoonshpyoga.com, check it out. I'm also having a spring sale coming up and might be a good time for some gift giving, some um, awesome females that are in your life. And the lip balm and lotion bar combo is a really nice little gift set. It comes with a drawstring bag that uh, I even make that as well. <laughs> and uh, go check it out. Um, 
saw some awesome gear on there too that I'm starting to um, highlight and uh, really build up uh, the site with information and tips and tricks. So we're at episode 52. I am really happy to have on. Last one was Australia. This one we're in Canada and it's Wolf Flow Sup. So this is more or less the teacher note version of us sharing stories, swapping challenges, being in the Midwest region, uh, seasonal for paddleboarding. I've got Luna over here by my side, of course, and uh, she can't stand it when I'm talking. <laughs> let's go. Let's dive in. Check it out. Let's get ready for the season. Get pumped. S-U-P, LunaMoonSupYoga.com. Really good to have you on the podcast, Carly, and uh, going to hear all about your your business, uh, very similar to mine with uh, Luna Moon. And I, I love your backdrop there with all the plants and stuff. It looks really green. Yeah, well, uh, when you live uh, in the cold weather land, you need to bring it inside. Yeah, this is true. I have I have quite a bit of plants as well. <laughs> yeah, became one of those COVID obsessions. Yeah, uh, how how was your uh, past two years? I guess I'm 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 just getting kind of caught up with you and meeting you, which is really nice to meet you, by the way, and uh, have you here on the show. Uh, go ahead, share about your uh, last couple of years. What has changed, maybe, or what you picked up, and all of those. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, the last couple of years, they've been interesting for me. I live in uh, Ontario, Canada, um, but I'm from Alberta, which is uh, about 3,600 kilometers away. So it's a couple of days drive, and um, that means I haven't seen my family in a few years, and I haven't been home. Uh, so that's a little bit difficult uh, to deal with, but really we're in a, a small town in Ontario and we're in cottage country. So it's kind of busy during the summer and much slower in the winter. Some of our businesses even shut down for the winter. So wow, it didn't really feel like much had changed. Luckily we live on the river. We're surrounded by lakes. So in the summer we still had so much outdoor stuff to do. We were really blessed that way. And then in the winter, um, you know, life wasn't that different either because it was already so quiet. Uh, and then same thing, we had the outside. So yeah, we have friends with property, lots of snowshoeing, lots of snowmobiling, ice fishing. So just trying to keep busy basically outside. Like we're blessed to not be living in the city during, during the last few years, that's for sure. Um, Business-wise was definitely interesting. The first year in 2020, um we got locked down so we weren't even sure if businesses were going to be able to open and it wasn't until like june 16th that they gave me the go-ahead to be able to run and in april like i canceled my insurance i was like i'm i'm done you know sure um and then <laughs> literally june 16th usually i start like the first week of june they're like okay go so I was kind of like, okay, all right, let's do this. Um, and it was pretty good. People were still coming up to their cottages. It was a little bit different because everyone, technically, they weren't supposed to be leaving the city and coming up to cottage country. But of course, if you have a cottage, where where would you rather be? Yeah, right. During the pandemic. So it wasn't too bad. Um, everyone, I think, felt fairly safe being out on the paddle boards. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 2021, um, 
Man, you think it would have been different because uh, you could golf, but you couldn't do paddleboard yoga in June. So really? it was getting to the point where rules weren't making sense anymore and people were getting really frustrated. And when you have a three-month season, um, it's really frustrating. So again, I, um, I got the go-ahead like June 16th. Uh, which was kind of a bummer because I had a lot of privates and some classes scheduled for the first few weeks of June. And it was really hard to be like, oh, do we just go ahead and do it Um, or not? And of course, as a small business, I was just, as a small seasonal business, I just couldn't risk a giant fine. So I decided not to and wait until I was actually allowed to open uh, but it was really hard. I, I live on the river, like I said, and the golf course is right there and I'm watching them and they're all in golf carts. Yeah. They're all drinking. And I was like, we can't exercise on the water together. So it was really frustrating, but it ended up being a really great season. People were openly, it kind of felt normal in the summer. Um, people were coming up, people were coming to the Airbnbs, locals were here. Uh, a lot of people, you know, we're just trying to find things to do. And we're about two and a half hours from the city. So we're fairly close in terms of people. Like we're kind of the first stop before people go farther north for cottage country. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. Um, it was a really, really busy year. I didn't think I was going to be busy. So I decided to get a part-time job at a go-kart track just because I was so sick of being in my house. Yeah. And uh, it was a blast. It was so much fun just to see people and children. And, uh, and then I was able to make that work with my business as well. So it was a busy summer, but it was, it was very fun. Wow. Well, that's it. That's extreme as far as um, people out golfing and you can't do, you know, a very socially distanced thing. You know, once you get on your paddleboard, you just go away. Like, I mean, was someone not familiar with what paddleboarding was and in Canada, <laughs> you know, any outdoor exercise, any outdoor group activities, well, any outdoor organized group activities for fitness weren't allowed. Mm. So, wow. you know, golf is fine, but not, you know, lifting weights outside in the field with your friends. So, or paddleboarding on a lake. Um, so it was, uh, I didn't realize we, that Ontario has had not the worst of the lockdowns, but we're really up there with like being locked down a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it's been, been interesting. Why is that? Do you think? (sighs) Let me start on that one. It's interesting. We kind of call, so I'm from Alberta and we call, well, I don't know about we, I call Alberta, the Texas of Canada. Ah, okay. So they were like, like last year they were open. They're like open for stampede, open for summer. They were full on open. I think you still had to wear your mask inside, but like they, you know, they, (laughs) meanwhile, our numbers were similar in Ontario. We're a giant province. Like our province is huge. And the majority of our population is down in this tiny little corner. Yet our entire province has the same rules. It was absurd. And, you know, we're watching this other province have a stampede. People are out doing whatever they want. And I can't do paddleboard yoga. Like, it's just, 
the rules weren't making sense. They still aren't in our province. We just got, um, they just lifted the vaccine mandates on March 1st, Mm -hmm. uh, but still encouraging businesses to keep them. And then they just lifted masks um, this Monday. Mm-hmm. But of course, still encouraging people to keep them. And then every business or every school board can make their own decisions as to what they want to do. So anything federally, like I can't fly in my own province because I'm not double vaccinated. Mm. Yeah. So it's very, um, there's a lot going on in Canada right now. I don't know if you've seen like the truckers convoy, which has now become worldwide. And yeah, it's just, it's become a, it's, it's become crazy and there's a lot that's um, just coming, you know, out of the woodworks that people definitely. are like. Oh, I've watched, yeah, we've definitely watched across the border over here in uh, Michigan, uh, the border being closed for how long and um, e- yeah, and, and well, in the trucker protest at the border, then uh, I'm not too far away from, from that, that, that bridge in particular. Um but uh, still kind of watching and waiting, you know, I have a few friends over in Canada and uh, <laughs> it would be nice to do something, but it just doesn't seem very concrete yet on uh, what exactly is going on. So, Yeah, it just seems odd that they can't find a middle ground, you know, like we don't need to be extreme full on lockdown. You have to do this, you have to do that, nor do we need to be, you know, buck wild and just be like, no rules at all. But it would be really nice if we could have some things make sense and maybe just find a medium. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Especially as a, a whole, as a country, as a whole for you guys. And, you know, I mean, I know here is obviously I've always been on, like you said, Texas, you know, Florida, even like over a year ago, wild. And uh, so it's always there's still a lot of extremes here, too. But, uh, you know, a little a little different rule set of rules anyways. I mean, how you even mentioned about starting your your business, even from two years ago, what to do. I mean, I had those feelings as well. I thought, well, I don't know what this means for me, but it was still on the beginning cusp of the season, you know, March, April, we're not really doing anything. And, uh, all I remember was standing in around with a few people and we're like, well, this is okay. Right. I mean, you know, there's all that uncertainty, but, uh, we, we made it through, we were all right, but, uh, yeah, pretty crazy, crazy times. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. What, uh, what do you have planned, uh, so far for this year? for your business this year um well I really want to focus on privates up here because just because of our area and we just have such a weird um it's it's just weird being in the middle of cottage country and being a local and knowing that as a local it can be a real struggle here because businesses are businesses seem to tend to you know go after the cottagers they tend to have more money and uh, that's what people do. So it's, it's really hard trying to find a balance between um, appealing to both people. And uh, I think I really want to go like I do one weekly class. So our area, we have a small town called Minden and then there's another small town called Halliburton. That's the more popular town. Um, it's like 15 minutes away. It has a lake right in the middle of it. 
which pros and cons too. And then we have a lake like five minutes away that I, I use a public beach at. Um, that being said, we have like lakes everywhere. Pick a direction. There's a lake. Right. Um, so it's really nice because, you know, I have my locations that I go to, but for privates, like you're at the cottage. Great. I can come to you for the most part. I can come almost anywhere. Um, we do have a lot of lakes that are kind of like giant cliffs. So that makes things a little bit difficult when people are like, can you come here? And you're like, you always have to ask, like, what's your water access like? Are you on the side of a cliff? Um, so I really want to try and focus on privates this year. I think people feel more comfortable, not just because of COVID, but just in general doing something new. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to be able to have like your friends or your partner, your family for support. And that's when people kind of loosen up a little bit too, right? Like sure. they get a little bit um, adventurous and uh, I really enjoy that. But that being said, I had, um, I, I try to do one weekly class, but I would do bi-weekly between my town and Halliburton. Um, and Halliburton was always a hit and miss. It would either be full or empty. So I was like, why am I driving to Halliburton every other week if it's if it's not going to fly? And Minden has been a lot of regulars. Like I started seeing the same people coming and then they developed friendships and we all develop friendships. So it's been really nice. I think I'm just going to stick to Minden this year and see how that goes. And that way I can do a mix between SUP yoga and SUP fit classes because people like like both as do I cool um so we'll see how that goes it feels like we have a little community now mm-hmm. whereas the first my first year uh was pre-covid and I was working full-time so it was just kind of you know evenings and weekends here and there and then my second year I was committed to it but then it was the last minute before I found out I could run and covid yeah. And uh, and then last year and last year was a great year. So I'm hoping that this year I can kind of build on that. I think people are still traveling a lot locally just because of everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my goal is really focus on privates last year. That was my goal as well. And it was nice because it's you're able to be a little bit more flexible with your schedule. Right. If you have a class of numerous different people and it's going to rain, it's harder to reschedule that. Whereas sure. when you have a group, you could, who's up here for a week, it's like, Hey, we're going to go at one o'clock. Oh, and it's supposed to rain at one. Great. Let's go earlier at 10 or eight mm-hmm. or switch days. It's really nice to have that flexibility. I really enjoy that. Um, so that's definitely a pro. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I agree with like everything. What it's kind of funny, the um, community part I'm, same for me you know it's like I started seeing that within the past year and as still being able to follow through with it in the winter a little bit and it's 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 small it's it's like a a core and but I've I've been watching it kind of grow and I saw it happening a little bit last summer where they were like walking away getting each other's phone numbers and still talking on the way to their car which is awesome and wanting to know well when are you coming back again and so it's nice I get to hear like overhear those things in the first few years it was sort of like non-existent or I had to do a lot of the talking or entertaining and uh, getting people to kind of you know, break the the ice a little bit and 
have fun and be adventurous, like you said. And, uh, yeah. And the weather thing is always, you know, it's like rain date and trying to (laughs) reschedule and, you know, you just hope that you have like a month with no storms or anything like that crazy. Um, so yeah, hopefully for, for both of us this year, we don't have to deal with that too much. (laughs) Yeah. Rain at night, please. Yeah. (laughs) Um, how many years have you been? I think you're close to me. You're I'm five? yeah, five five seasons this this summer. Yeah, so nice. yeah, I'll be uh, talking about that a little bit more. Is the I'm calling this week kind of the season opener, even though we're not really doing much. But uh, I got I at least got to go out on Sunday for a little bit, and basically just picked up a bunch of trash and do a whole it's lot of paddling. Any ice? <laughs> <laughs> it literally just broke up like probably six hours before I went out even and I'm walking down and my neighbor's like do you know it's just on thought like <laughs> I'm like don't you know me well enough by now that <laughs> I'm gonna be the yeah. first one down here <laughs> yeah I live on the so our river doesn't freeze uh-huh. and uh, I've been so tempted so many times to just go out on it but people are like oh you're kind of crazy I usually wait till like April um, but, uh, our lakes are all still from, like, we were just snowmobiling last week and we just finished our last week in snowmobiling and wow, the lakes are all still, uh, quite frozen here. So I don't think we'll be on them for a while. Oh, wow. It was a pretty cold winter, I, I would say. So I think our lake was a little slow to unthaw and, uh, it just happened the other day cause it rained a lot and low to unthaw. When does it usually um, probably in the past years, I would say at least a couple weeks ago, like a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. So not too far behind, but for a couple of days there, it seemed like, huh, that doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. It's just like, that's solid. I'm like, I'm tired of looking at solid. I want to see movement. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Cause we don't even have to have our ice huts off our lakes till March 31st. So I think our, our ice usually is kind of like somewhere in April oh yeah wow yeah depending on the water like we have big lakes we have little lakes um you're that's a great lake that you're on right no I'm in the inland inland lake oh you are okay Mm -hmm. yeah I'm in between uh Lake Michigan more closer to uh Lake Superior Lake Huron that yeah so like I'm kind of in the middle between between those sets of great lakes are you are you close to um, Lake Ontario or? I'm a few hours. Okay. So I did my sup, not my sup yoga training, but my sup. Uh, what is it called here? Uh, my inter- intermediate. Like a paddle boarding. Yeah, just like a paddle boarding. We have sup basics and then sup intermediate. Okay. I did my intermediate both on the Great Lakes. One was on, I can't remember right now, Lake Huron. Yeah. The other one was on Lake Ontario. Yeah. And whole, and both in May. Yeah. Uh-huh. Freezing cold and windy. And I'm used to like our lakes, you know, we do have some large lakes, obviously nothing compared to that. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't get the winds and like the waves. I'm a fairly small person. They're like, okay, here we go. In like May, it's like 11 degrees Celsius here. I'm like, this, like, 
okay, okay. The one girl gave me a dry suit. So that was really cool to experience for the first time. But Mm -hmm. uh, it was insane. Like the waves were like, you know, two, three feet high on an inflatable paddleboard. And uh, when you had only experienced lakes around here, it was kind of like intense. Are you sure? Like, I'm going to blow away. I'm going to blow away. <laughs> yeah. I think we kind of have it. We, we're like hardcore here, even though, um, you know, it's very popular in the warmer states and on the coast and stuff like that. It's like yeah. uh, Midwest, Canada, we got it like hard, <laughs> like hardcore. Yeah, well, a lot of the girls that I met, like they're now doing um, like surfing on the great lakes like one of them was out a couple weeks ago i'm just like good on you i'm a cold person i'm cold all the time i don't mind bundling up for like snowmobiling am i gonna bundle up to go in the water no i don't think so (laughs) i know it's it's i always say it has to at least be sunny for me to go out but yeah i try to get i go out like in december when it's not that cold just yet but once the lake freezes you you know you, at least for me around here and I'm you know I don't I rarely travel to go somewhere else to experience the winter the winter paddling yeah <laughs> at that point yeah it'd be snowbo- um, uh, snowboarding or cross-country skiing or something like that so that's how I switch yeah. it up in the in the off season yeah for sure I would love to go well, there's a few places in the States that I would love to go to, but um, I would love to go to like Costa Rica as well. And just like, mm-hmm. I want to be somewhere. And I follow so many people who paddle in Florida and up here, like our waters, our rivers, everything is dark and dark, just deep and dark. There's some fish, they're all gray. It's boring. Whereas you look at the people in Florida yeah. and they've got all this cool, they've got cool colors and all these cool creatures. I mean, they've got crocodiles or alligators there as well. Yeah. So that's a little bit scary, but they just have so much to see. Whereas here, like, and although it's gorgeous, every lake here, it's just lake and it's all dark and then just rocks and trees. That's all the same view no matter what lake you're on whereas people even kind of like bc alberta like in the mountains like their lakes have color to them there's just some really like lake tahoe i've seen some beautiful photos of there yeah um just so many like gorgeous places to paddle that i would love to i'd love to do a road trip through the states with my board one day but oh how awesome would that be for sure yeah, I um I I I totally agree. Like I mean, I I'm lucky, I guess I took my I I took the leap of faith and went to San Diego to do my training and um stayed on a yacht. I mean, like <laughs> I just went for it. But, you know, that was that was a few years. That was a while ago, and uh I'm glad I did it cuz uh gee, now, you know, that's not, that's not so much of a thing. I certify, I certify teachers and, uh, you know, do it more or less privately. Um, people come here, like they'll just, they'll travel here for it, but it's, it's like small numbers. It's not like, at least so far, it's not like what I experienced in my training when having like a group of people that, 
you kind of have to wrangle around and, you know, do, right. do lunch, make sure they come back from lunch. Like, I don't know. It's, it was kind of like school. It seemed like, but, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I've been to Lake Tahoe, uh, you know, Lake Michigan's super nice. It's, it's clear, but yeah, you just, there's just rocks, beautiful trees, scenery, you know, but no tropical fish really, or, uh, manatees or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, so you just kind of take it, take what you can get up here, you know, and, um, Florida, I haven't really paddleboarded in Florida. Um, don't go there often enough, but uh, I plan on going out east this just before the season starts. So I'm hoping to do some paddleboard surfing. We'll see. Where do you think you're going to? Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So uh, used to live out there actually, and uh, so it'll be kind of like seeing some things that may look completely different or not. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. What, um, so how did you get started with, uh, paddleboard yoga and wanting to do it as a business and all of those fun things? Um, well, it took me a long time to even do my yoga teacher training just because I had so many, <sighs> not actual obstacles, but like inner obstacles in my way. Um, and I, I had been practicing yoga for, I don't know, 15 years, maybe more. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I have chronic pain, like in my neck, I get chronic tension, headaches. Um, I've been diagnosed, which I'm not 100% sure that I believe yet. I'm we're figuring it out. Uh, but apparently I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis in 2014. So I just, I need to move my body. If I'm not moving my body, I'm sore. And I was an accountant and bookkeeper or some type of computer job, wow. basically in my, all of my adult life. So I usually had a job where I was like doing an office job as well as like working in their shop or something. I had a mix of being at the computer and also doing something physical. And I got lucky when I first came to Ontario with jobs that I was able to manage that and, and split up my time off the computer. Uh, but my pain has just been so bad the last few years and I get not so bad um, compared to some people, but just increasingly getting worse so I was like, hey, what am I going to do? Like, I just want to learn more about it. So I kind of dove down the like nutrition rabbit hole. And then um, some girls from Alberta who uh, I went to the a yoga retreat on when I still lived in Alberta, they do a teacher training as well. So they do one week of a retreat and then the two week teacher training. Um, and then they flipped it. So there was two weeks of the teacher training, one week of the retreat. And then the people who came to the teacher training could teach for the people who came to the retreat if they wanted to stay. So they finally convinced me, like, you need to come. And I, I had looked at yoga teacher trainings for so long, and I'm not a vegetarian. And I'm a picky eater. And I was just so terrified to go somewhere and not be able to eat and be embarrassed by it. And I was just, I, it held me back from doing it for years. Yeah. So I was like, what's the meal plan? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, the one sister is cooking. You'll be fine. She's going to make you try everything, but also 
like she'll accommodate for you. So it worked out really, really well. So I did that in 20, like February of 2018. Um, just after I had surgery actually on my kidney. So I was like, am I even going to be able to (laughs) do this? Wow. But yeah, so it was pretty intense, but it was amazing. I spent three weeks with them in Costa Rica and it was just a small group and it was three sisters running it and it was a lot of fun and I didn't plan on teaching. I'm not, um, you know, the stereotypical yoga teacher and that again has held me back. Um, you know, I can't touch my toes. I'm not flexible in certain ways. I am in certain ways I'm not. And so that was another thing that just held me back and it was just for myself really. And then, um, my cousin out West, she started a paddleboard yoga business and I've been watching her and I was like, Oh my God, like you're in Alberta where there's like three lakes and you're doing so well. Wow. This is what I want to do. So I decided to do my step yoga teacher training. And again, I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. Um, so I did that in summer of 2018. And then over the winter is when I was like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Um, and at the time I was still working full time. So I did, uh, I did my first summer split between working full time and then um, got let go from that job and just did paddleboarding. And uh, then it just kind of took off from there. I was like, okay, well, I guess I do. Um, I do all the business side of my boyfriend's construction business. So I help him out with all that good stuff. And then I've been taking some online courses the last two years as well. So it's still been busy, but in the summer, I've been able to dedicate um, as much as I want really to this business, which has been really nice because it allows for the privates, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. Gives you that yeah. time sl- that that time to, you know, accommodate for other people, like you were saying earlier, that maybe just visiting in town or something. Yeah, it was really like, it was fairly quick how it all happened. Um And I was very up in the air about it. Like I know what it takes to run a business and I wasn't sure I wanted to get into that, but because it was seasonal, I was like, okay, like I'm still available for Taylor and his business and to, to do that. Um, Last year, because I work for him, I work from home and I don't get to even like just have zoom meetings with other people because it's all just him. Right. And I'm a social person. I struggle in this town pre-COVID so the last few years have been like kind of rough on myself um and uh that's why I I panicked last year and decided we actually just went uh, we went mini golfing at the go-kart track and they're like I was like were you guys hiring she's like well yeah but I'm looking for like a responsible adult so if you're looking for your child and I was like no for me she was like Okay. So it was lucky. I got like, I would only do two days a week, four hour days, just kind of 10 till two type thing. So I could still do privates in the morning, privates in the afternoon, evening. And I had that social aspect. I love kids. Um, you know, and it was just, it was so much fun. It was a go-kart track, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, but it was so busy. Taylor was doing a, he's construction and he was doing a project for a TV show. And the admin work for that project was absurd. So we were both like, we just, we worked 24 seven, both of us. Um, it was crazy. 
So we've learned our lesson <laughs> and uh, are hoping to find a little more balance this summer. But um, yeah, that's basically how it all started. And I've considered teaching yoga. I still have my blocks. I love yoga on the paddleboard. Yeah. I really enjoy that everyone lets loose a little bit and that can be a little more fun, a little more playful. I find the yoga studio, it can sometimes just be a little bit intimidating, especially with all the photos of everything going on nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I really enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. And I try to, you know, that's kind of like my brand is like fun, playful. I'll make sure people know that. Um, so people who, who want a very, um, I don't know, meditative yoga practice, like probably aren't going to come, but, uh, yeah. So maybe one day I'll end up in a studio. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> have you, have you taught in the studio much or? I have not in an actual studio. So at the place that I was working at, um, before I started my business, I would teach, we would do, um, they like really, um, encouraged us to, for like, to be super healthy. Uh And so they, a few of us who were, yeah, there was like a dance instructor, there was me, um, and we would do different workout classes. So just for my staff or not my staff, but like my coworkers. So I would do yoga there, teach it there. Um, and that felt okay because I enjoyed it, but I knew them Mm -hmm. and something about a studio just intimidates me. Um, and then of course my own get, and I know that it's kind of nice to have a yoga teacher in a way who's also a real person Mm -hmm. who can't perfectly get into every pose because it can be intimidating when you have that yoga teacher who's just like, can do everything perfectly. And you're kind of, you know, no matter how much you try not to compare you sometimes do. So I know that that is a benefit for me as well. Uh, and it also enables me to be able to make modifications, offer modifications for people who might be in similar situations. Um, but it's still something that, that definitely blocks me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a few things, um, for me, I guess. Oh, I'll, I'll share, I'll share a little bit on my side just because I, I feel like we're we're very similar in, in such ways. Um, I've never, you know, for me, I, my family was more or less had a lot of health things, you know, and I never really had that in my life personally, but I saw too much from other family members you know, and so that's sort of how I kind of gotten, got into this whole, uh, lifestyle of, um, you, you know, water, fitness, yoga, um, all the things, uh, you know, cause I just, just a physical person. So I, I sitting still is very, very hard. Winter is very, very hard, but then I found these winter activities that I kind of have to force myself to do. I mean, I love to snowboard. It, it's, it's fun. I've been out West, you know, and done it. It, you know, I had a Huge learning curve, though, to kind of uh, get a hold of, too, to actually become good at it and, like, stay upright. <laughs> we only do it, like, once or twice a year, and right. every year you're starting new. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so anyway, um, I kind of toyed with that a little bit this, this past winter. Maybe I should teach private uh, snowboarding at one of the, the places around here. You know, we don't have really any real mountains, but there's, mm-hmm. you know, some local spots like, you know, the trash hills that are, uh, the <laughs> they're not that great, but they're all right to learn on, you know? And, um, so anyway, I, you know, I kind of toyed with that and then I was like, nah, I just, I'll just stick with my business. You know, like I just stay focused on, on it. I know it's a seasonal thing, but if you just keep slicing away at some of the edges that I, you know, I have going on, cause I tend to put a lot on my plate. Um, but anyway, the uh, studio part, you know, because I was pre in pandemic in in a studio all over the place, and so I I didn't get a lot of chance to just focus on my whole core thing. It almost became that was my side job, and uh, you know, and I was getting a lot of experience, being exposed to a lot of different people, which I loved that. So it was very hard, like last last winter because that was the first one then not really being in the studio and going through those seasons of change you know you know it's so crazy how that how that happened and like this year I just felt more prepared for it like you know what's going on but you know now you could teach more online and even grow that which is not easy you know it's yeah especially when everyone's doing it mm -hmm. that too yeah and, uh, but I, I, you know, just being an outside person, being inside, even doing yoga to me was like, oh, do we have to? I mean, like, yeah, we're, we're Michigan, we're seasonal. It's like, it's great in the wintertime. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how well I fit in with the whole staying inside and teaching and I don't know. It's, it's funny how your mind shifted, the perspective shifted during a, a crazy pandemic so yeah and we're in such a small town that we have like we have a few yoga teachers not not a ton um but one of them is the one I've been practicing with since I came here and she was kind of I don't know how long she had been teaching um but I think she was kind of fairly new to either teaching in this area because I know she had moved up or maybe just teaching in general I can't recall exactly because it was like seven years ago, but she was like just the best yoga teacher, like perfect for me, like her style. She mixes everything up. Um, She was really good at like offering modifications. And so when I got my yoga teacher training and just being in such a small community and people are like, are you going to teach? And I go to her classes and people are like, are you going to teach? And I'm like, with her teaching in this town? No, not a chance. Like, I, I don't want to, I know it's not competition, but like, she's so great that I'm just like, I could never live up to that. And I know that that's, you know, my own stuff there, Mm -hmm. but, um, that, and the fact, I don't know something about being in a studio. I love going to yoga in a studio. I have no problem with that. Uh, but teaching, I don't know, but teaching on a paddleboard, totally fine. So I'm not really sure what exactly is going on here. Yeah. I know it's definitely my own blocks. And it, I think there's part of just like, I really enjoy teaching yoga, like sup yoga. 
and I have other commitments as well. So I am personally okay to not teach in a studio, you know, if it was something that I wanted to consider and and these blocks were getting in my way, I would work through that. Mm -hmm. But I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, I've got other things on the go. And during the summer, I focus less on my fitness because I'm so busy doing my business. Mm -hmm. So I find in my off season is really nice. I have like snowmobile season is about six weeks. And then paddleboard season is like three months. So in between is like when I get to focus on me and my workouts and what I want to be doing physically. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, during the other two, I just don't have time to do it. So I really enjoy that. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure about being in a studio. <laughs> do you think sometimes it's just a, it could be even for the student too. It's just a, I call it a different breed. I probably a lack of term of how I, I want to really analogy that, but, um, I find it very similar in a way where newbies will come to you and, well, I don't even do yoga in the studio, but I know how to do this and this, and I've never paddleboarded before. And, and you're, and I'm just, I'm thinking, Hmm, what, what made you think to do that? Or did it just, you know, just, just come other than maybe that their friend brought them or something. Um, but yeah, every once in a while or more times than not, I experience one in a class or two that have don't do it in a studio and uh they either will will tell you a little bit about why or not and um but I'm always kind of left wondering hmm I wonder what what that's all about and I think it comes goes back to that intimidation a little bit of what you were saying but uh I it sounds like you kind of you kind of feel the same the same experience experience I don't know what else to call it other than yeah. You know, breed. I was shocked with my, the first year I ran my business because I, I wasn't quite sure who was going to be coming to my classes. I was expecting, because from what I had seen, just following a few other people doing the business, it was kind of younger girls, like 20, 30 year olds getting cool pictures. Right. Mm-hmm. And in my area, so we have like, I don't know if you've heard of Muskoka, but Muskoka is like cottage country, like the fancier, wealthier cottagers, they're over there. Okay. And we have like the next next lower one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like affordable. Well, it was affordable pre-COVID. And I, my, so many people who came to my classes ended up being like 40 plus, 40 to 70. Like I had so many 60 year olds and I was just shocked. And so many people who had not done yoga before, or never in a studio, um, or maybe tried it a couple of times. And I was just shocked by the, I'm still shocked by the people that come and the people that rock it, that give it their all. And you look at them and you're like, no, but I know I get looked at the same way. I go to workout classes and people are like, do this, do this, do this. No, my body physically does not do that. Like, I know I look a certain way, but I can't, I can't do that with a flat back. My, I, my body does not fold this way. And so I keep getting shocked in the same way when I see people come to my classes and you have like these petite little people and they're so scared sometimes. And then you get these people who are like super tall, all different sizes, all different ages, and they are killing it. And I, I love my crowd. That's like 
50 plus because they're so brave. They're the ones like practicing falling in and getting back on the board. Like they're the ones pushing themselves because they don't care. Like they're here for fun. And it's, it's really cool to watch, um, especially women, right? Because sometimes we really hold ourselves back. We really compare. And I find with yoga on a paddleboard, which I think probably is one of my biggest attractions of it, is you are so focused on not falling in. You're not looking around. Mm -hmm. You're not making sure that you are in this perfect exact shape. You're just trying to stand or sit or kneel or whatever on the board and not fall in. And some people might look around a little bit, you know, in kind of a fun way, but for the most part, everyone's focusing on themselves. Yeah. And they listen to their body, right? Whether they're pushing themselves or whether they're maybe holding back a little bit, but they're doing what feels right for them. Whereas in a class, even myself, even though I know not to get my ego involved, there's times when I'm like, hold the pose, hold the pose. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. And I like that push sometimes. And then there's other times where I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. So I really enjoy just watching the people and and the dynamic you know, between everybody, but the fact that it forces you to be mindful. Definitely. Just, just the situation you're in, because being mindful can just be so difficult, especially in a studio. Yeah. I love, I love the aspect of the, the fun with a little bit of seriousness. It's like, and that's, that's kind of how I, I am, you know, and, and I, and I, going back to the studio, sometimes I feel like it's just too serious. Mm-hmm. Depending on depending on who um, either was coming as a student or who was even teaching, you know, you, you could yeah. get you could get the ones that were playful too. But so there's a there's a little bit of a balance. But I don't know. Most times it was just too serious. Yeah, you're scared to sometimes like make a noise or ask a question, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas on paddleboard yoga, there's so many like whoa. Or, yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then everyone laughs and then it just kind of clears the air a little bit. It just resets it. Yeah. And I, exactly because, and the more experience that I've, I have gotten and I, I can see when one, the ones are being like too, too focused or too serious. And then when the one falls in and kind of breaks the ice and you're like, oh, thank God, because this was getting like, I think their head was going to like steam was going to start coming out of their ears or something (laughs) that focused, that serious. But then you'll have a different set of people who the vibe is completely different. They're they are already having fun. Don't worry about talking uh, or talking to me or asking a question. You know, I always keep try to keep it open and encourage the talking and asking questions, but still sometimes you just get that one group that's like, ah, dead focus. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when I get a private like that and they won't talk to each other, but it's just kind of, I don't know. I, it, it feels a little bit awkward. Cause you're like, guys, you can talk. Like you don't have to talk to me necessarily. You can, yeah. but I think some of the people are, are, are focused on just like standing up and not falling in. But sometimes it just gets a little bit awkward, especially if you're like handling a little bit of a longer distance. And I'm like, do I do I talk? Do I not talk? Like, what what do I do here? Um, and then it's just funny to watch the dynamic between privates because sometimes you have groups who are just, you know, th- they communicate with each other, they have fun, 
Um, and then you just have some that are so quiet. Um, yeah. Do you, do you ever find you, you find that kind of difficult? Like, are you still trying to figure out like, Hmm, yeah. When do I say something or. Yeah. I try to like, I try to be okay with the silence because some people do want that and I don't know what they want. So I figure like, I will sometimes say like, if, if we're paddling and say it's been a couple of minutes, like no one's talked, I'll kind of joke and be like, you guys can talk, you know that, right? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, just let them know, like, if you want to talk amongst each other, like you're allowed, you're not in a yoga studio. You don't have to not talk. Um, and this is usually like, while we're paddling. Mm-hmm. And if they continue to not talk, like totally fine. I'll just like embrace that and wait, wait until we, you know, start to anchor and then guide them through. Um, and then I do always offer like the last 15 minutes of my private classes. I always offer like, is there anything that you guys want to try or play around with? Or like, do you want me to instruct you through something that you'd like to try? Or do you just want to have like a free few minutes to do something so that if they haven't loosened up by then, that's usually when most people will kind of loosen up and at least a few in the group want to try something, if not all of them. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy, that's always the fun part, right? And that's Definitely. usually when people fall in. I'm surprised how many people don't fall in <laughs> during yeah. class, even when it's like my, you know, my locals um, and I'm trying to get them to fall in. and They're still not going in. Yeah. They're getting too good at this. But um, yeah, I really love the end when everyone just kind of plays around a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a class like that just recently, actually, that one, one fell in and broke the ice and, but yeah, the rest of them still didn't fall in, but then one of them admitted it was, it was super hard. And I'm like, it was super hard. You didn't, you didn't fall in. You're doing everything I said. Yeah. <laughs> All of them were really, it wasn't just, <laughs> but a few of them had been with me before this. The one was actually brand new to me, but, uh, had, had said she had some paddleboard experience. So I just figured, well, I, this is a, a, this is a more advanced class. <laughs> yeah. You know, I get, I get people who, um, they just, they modify themselves, which I love. And it's just amazing to see what everyone chooses, especially if you offer a modification, right? It's just, sometimes it makes me giggle a little like, yeah. whoa, I did not expect you to be like going full out and then vice versa sometimes. Right. Then you have the people yeah. who are just like, Nope, Nope. And it's like, okay, great. I had a, um, uh, a mom with two daughters, grown daughters come and the mother, she was like, I'm just going to kneel. I'm just going to, I'll do some of the things you say. And some of them I'm just not going to do. And I was like, great, perfect. You do you. And for half the poses, she would do them or modify. And then half the time she would just kind of lay there. It was a beautiful day. And she was like, this is perfect. I was like, great. Because yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. Right. Oh, totally. That's, that's how I, that's how I've summed up like the past two years, even because that first year coming out of a lockdown, people were way more stressed out then. And they're like, I just want to lay here. I had someone like that and like is she getting enough out of this experience and no she was totally fine they were like no she's great I'm like all right yeah 
So yeah, it's funny how that's even shifted and changed over two years. It's it, it seems like uh, last year or maybe even now still people are a little more out of shape. Uh, just it, it and I find people don't don't mind. And I can be very silly. I, I will admit, like I can be super silly, and but I also have that nice balance of silly and seriousness, you know, because this is still yeah. it's my business. It's not a, a circus, um, but I like to have fun, and you know. But I've I found recently it's like more people like ha- wanting to be more silly, more more kid like. And I was telling someone else that, and they're like, I think it's just because they're done talking about COVID and just serious crap in the world and I'm like maybe you're right I don't I know I'm kind of done with it too myself so you know it's it's a it's a balance of you know trying to weave through the world I guess and there's a lot of talk lately about like specifically women and being like silly playful fun because you know sometimes especially when you have children you fall into this mother wife role so many women, if they even had that, because maybe they were a caregiver before, but often they fall into the caregiver role. And, and just really the whole dynamic, you know, guys get guys night. And some women like prioritize their nights as well. And some don't, they become immersed in their, their partners, their children, whatever it may be. And I think kind of as things are changing a little bit, more women are making their fun or just whatever they want like whether it be a hobby or whatever it may be a priority and it's so nice to see them kind of stepping out and being like I'm going out every Tuesday night I'm doing yoga you're golfing every Wednesday I'm doing yoga yeah and it's it's really nice to see and to see them kind of loosen up as well right because they're not used to playing they're used to chasing someone around being the one to, you know, be in charge of everything, how often do they themselves get to play? And it just becomes, I've always been a playful person. Um, I'm the person who's always hanging out with everyone's kids and it works great for them because I enjoy it. I get to do the fun things. They enjoy it because they get a break from parenting. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to see that out on the paddleboard. And it's nice, like you said, finding that balance between like playful and seriousness, you know, like it's still a business. You still have to be professional, but that doesn't mean you can't let out a giggle. And that doesn't mean if someone falls in, you can't have a good time. That doesn't mean you can't let out just a, a little joke that you might not let out in a yoga studio. Um, and it's just really nice to see, you know, the women who come repeatedly and they kind of come and they're like, you know, a little bit reserved and then they come and they're talking to, you know, the other people in class, just as we're paddling, like the first time with my group of locals who kind of come like every week, it was like super quiet. We all paddle out, no one's barely talking. And then the next week, like conversation. And then the next week, multiple conversations. Yeah. And it's just so nice to see everybody, you know, between just women letting loose and and making their whatever it be a hobby for fun, for exercise, like whatever it be, make it a priority and then enjoy it how, how they chose choose to enjoy it. Yeah. Nicely said. Definitely. For sure. Uh you know, maybe, maybe even, you know, during lockdowns and pandemics, some of that stuff started to, you know, come to fruition, like, oh, 
I had chance. I had a chance to realize these things, even whether they subconsciously or not, you know, but it's, it's interesting for us because being the teacher, the leader and, uh, reading people, uh, who's in front of you and just observing, you know, you don't have to, at least that's what I think. I don't, you know, I don't have to participate in every conversation. I don't, I don't, you know, cause the, the other seriousness to, to it too is uh water safety. You know, it's like, I mean, that's very serious and it's like, yeah, we can have, we can have fun. We can dive off the board. We can, you know, jump back on the board, whatever. But, uh, like, yeah, that, that's when the line gets drawn is that you, know, you introduce the water safety aspect, you know, you got physical abilities and then, you know, what just water safety in general, like, you know, other people out on the lake doing their thing too so yeah and especially when they all have different you know levels of being comfortable around the water and then of course just being in the water so yeah yeah you never really know you know I have this one lady who comes and we've done privates before and and she she's so funny and she you know sometimes I'm questioning um you know whether it was a good class for her and every single time she was like, that is amazing. I had a blast. And I was like, perfect. Just checking. Cause I know she'll just do what she wants to do. She'll, she'll sometimes do what I'm saying. Sometimes she'll bring her own board and sometimes she'll just do what she wants to do. If she feels like laying there, even when we would do privates, sometimes she would say, can we just talk? Oh. And that was kind of a, an iffy one. Cause you're like, professionally I I don't that's one that I actually kind of had a hard time navigating yeah um because it was one-on-one and it was like yeah yeah me, me, no I'm not mm, I'm not 100 percent sure what to say here yeah because it was it felt like she's paying for my time if this is what she needs okay I just you know but at the same time you know it was still a little bit, um, you know, I, there's so much talk about the line with your students. Right. And, and that's something that I'm curious about as well, like creating friendships with people who come to your classes. Because One thing that's been really nice is because of so much mm, cottagers moving to their cottage, they're becoming kind of more of a part of a local than just cottagers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've created these friendships and, so it's nice, but it also, it, you know, it's a weird dynamic where it's like, where's the line? What's professional? What's not professional, especially one-on-one -on -one with a private, right? Cause you're yeah. like, you know, don't talk about my personal life. Um, let them kind of take the lead, but still also, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. One of those things that's like, where's the gut, where's the guidebook here? Yeah. <laughs> what are the rules? No, that's true. It's uh, there's a there is a boundary, and you kind of have to navigate a little bit. You know, you want to be personable but uh, friendly, and yeah, and create a relationship. But uh, yeah, there's still there's still a nice little line there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally get it. It's just like the teacher note edition of a podcast here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the name of your business and your website? Um, so it's Wolf Flow Sup Yoga. Wolf Flow Sup Yoga. Nice. Yeah. So funny story. It was actually, it was going to be Wolf Moon Sup Yoga. 
and my logo was very, very similar to yours. It was actually a paddleboard with a, a dog, very similar to yours, except for a wolf, but doing downward dog on the board Yeah, with a moon in the background. Yeah. And that was just like first, like first instinct, friend drew it up, just my name, just because of my ties to the wolf and, and moon. And I was like, oh, it doesn't, doesn't know. So I ended up changing it. Um, but that's when I saw your stuff. I was so confused because I was like, who, this is, what the heck? <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it got me for a second because I couldn't remember what my original logo was either, right? So I was like, okay, no, not the same, but that's good. And it came up that you were in Ontario, but then you were not in Ontario. Yeah. So and, it was interesting. I'm glad that uh, we got to connect, though. Yeah, definitely. And, like, Sylvan Lake is in Alberta. There's a Sylvan yeah. Lake, which is where I'm at in Michigan. So I've had someone in Alberta even contact me. Like, I love your website. I love everything. And then I realized, oh, you're in Michigan. Bummer. And that was my first thought is, oh, she's in Ontario. And then I was on your website and I saw Sylvan Lake. I'm like, Alberta. And I was like, is this another Ontario, Alberta girl here? <laughs> And then as I'm going down, I'm like, Michigan? Yeah. Oh, man, I can't even get there right now. <laughs> I can't even get there right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and and, the, and that's the other part about, about this, too, is that, you know, I have a couple or actually three other uh, people I kind of connected with through Instagram, podcasting, and all of that, and one being in Minnesota. And it's sort of like, where is everybody else at in the Midwest, like? you know, wanting to connect and paddleboard and, you know, do all of this. And so, yeah, it's, I, that's why I call us like kind of the, the hardcore, the hardcore paddlers in the weather <laughs> and the seasons. And yeah, still looking for, you know, more people to connect with, uh, on that aspect. Is anyone else teaching your area? Is, are there any other paddleboard yoga? Uh, not yoga, but uh, some paddleboarders, yeah, or fit doing fitness and stuff. A few of them, yeah, which has been nice that I've been able to connect with one of them in particular. But still, not really like in my area, but close in Michigan. So that's cool, you know, being able to meet some more people, especially with the podcast. Um, I think has kind of helped as well. But, yeah, for sure. No, I'm glad. I'm so glad you 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 sent me a note and you were just like talking, and I got all excited. I was like, "Oh, here's a cool another cool person." <laughs> yeah, it would be so nice. I because I don't have anyone nearby in my area. I have people within like three to four hours, but yeah. I'm like, I want to go to a class or just connect with people. Really, I would just love to connect with other people. I went to a retreat in the summer, and I met a girl. Um, who is doing the same thing. She's way up north. She's like eight hours north of me. So it was really nice to connect with her. But again, we're so far away that it's not like we can just, you know, go up for a night or a day or, but we've been able to connect over the phone and things oh, cool. like that. But nice. it is nice to talk to other people just business wise. Right. No. Oh, yeah, totally. Definitely. Because, you know, like you, you kind of said, where's the guidebook? Where's the, you know, and like, yeah, there's manuals and things like that, but you know, just having that other teacher that's going through experience, experiences like you and being able to share, compare notes and things like that. I mean, that's awesome. And unfortunately, we have that border right now. That 
But maybe one day, I don't know, like, just have to. Kind of hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is there any, uh, is there any other message or note you would want to end with on your, is this your first podcast? It is. Yeah. Yeah. On your first podcast here, the wave on. Um, I guess all I would really say is for all the people who haven't tried paddleboarding yet or yoga or paddleboard yoga, um, just, you know, listen to what it is that's blocking you and and maybe just step out of your comfort zone a little bit because you're not going to you're going to regret not doing paddleboard yoga but you're not going to regret doing paddleboard yoga or whatever the thing may be and whether it's the you know your size your shape your experience um don't let that stop you go for a private class just get some um, instruction, whether it's on the paddleboard side, the yoga side, whatever it may be. But trust me, just don't let it hold you back because it's held me back, you know, for years from doing my yoga teacher training because I couldn't touch my toes. (laughs) So, you know, like it's just, we always do that to ourselves. And uh, it doesn't mean we have to like completely just get over that fear but I think taking baby steps to address it and ideally kick it to the curb especially if it's blocking you from something that you really want to do mm-hmm. then then looking at that because uh that's mm-hmm. kind of you know once you get to the other side of it it feels good right yeah well very well said well said awesome it's so good to have you on the show to be for you to be able to share us to meet and connect and uh Hopefully, you know, just keep building um, other connections out there in the in the world. Yeah, for sure. It was so nice to chat with you. Yeah, thank you, Carly. Thank you. That was great. Awesome.